Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Being Beautifully Honest podcast. It is my pleasure taking this time to just share my thoughts and experiences with each and every one of you that are listening. And listen, if you are in the beauty industry or if you're aspiring to be in the beauty industry or if you know someone who is, I would love to offer you a free gift. You can check it out at bit.ly forward slash beauty biz winner. That's beauty B-I-Z winner. And I want to just share a few things with you why you may not be winning in the business of beauty. So go there, sign up, get your free copy of this gift that I have for you. And I hope you really enjoy it. And stay tuned for the latest episode. This episode of the Being Beautifully Honest podcast is brought to you by Carolina Eye Candy Beauty Lounge. With multiple locations in South Carolina, they specialize in perfecting your lashes and brows. Schedule your appointment today, where beauty is a sweet addiction. CarolinaEyeCandy.com Welcome to the Being Beautifully Honest podcast, where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly truths of this industry we call beauty. Your host, Elizabeth Jennings, the Minister of Beauty and aka the Eyelashpreneur, is a successful beauty business entrepreneur, strategist, consultant, and also a pretty fun chick. On this podcast, you will get the Bible that is business inspiration, beauty, life, and enjoyment. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth. Hey, everyone. I really appreciate you listening to this episode of the Being Beautifully Honest podcast. This episode is actually going to be a continuation in some sorts of a previous episode of my podcast. And that's actually episode titled Don't Drink the Kool-Aid. And that was published in December. And it is amazing how life is really full circle. And I just felt the need to do a continuation of this episode because one, I have to be blunt. When I made this recording of that episode, there were things that I really wanted to touch on that I held back on. And there are certain reasons why I did that. I'm trying to be as beautifully honest as possible. And sometimes being beautifully honest is not the same as keeping it real. And <laughs> there has been a miss construence of the term keeping it real over the years because a lot of people made the term keeping it real to mean being nasty, being rude, being mean, being so blunt that you're hurting people's feelings. You don't have consideration for how someone else may receive the information. 
I was just brought up in a way that even though I want to be as honest as possible, I'm always trying to consider everyone else's feelings before my own. And that's actually a part of being an introvert. It's not even so much of how I was raised. So I will take that. uh, You should take that with a grain of salt. It wasn't what I really meant. But being the person that I am and the person that I was created to be by my creator is an introvert and introverts are always being aware of how other people feel in certain situations and that's just not going to change. I have lived 30 some odd years on this planet and I have come to the realization of who I am. People are who they are. They're rarely going to change completely who they are. They may change attributes about themselves physically, They may better themselves in some way, gaining more knowledge and wisdom so that they can be a better version of themselves, but they don't do a total 360 of who they are. They are who they are. So this is who I am. And I'm sorry I'm going off on a tangent, but I really had to just bring this topic back into discussion and really touch on some things that I wanted to touch on before, but now I feel the need to really express myself on what I really mean about not drinking the Kool-Aid. I was away for the weekend on business and I was getting a lot of work done. It was extremely productive. And then later on in the evening, and this was on a Wednesday, Wednesday evening, I turned on the television just to see what was on. And you know, sometimes in hotel rooms, you never know what channels you're going to have. So you just kind of flip through the channels and see what's on. Well, I came to Lifetime and there was a television show that was just coming on and it was actually a new reality show. And the show is called Beyond the Spotlight and it stars Lorianne Gibson. Now she is a world-renowned choreographer and I actually remember her from years ago. I am a reality show junkie. (laughs) I don't watch many of them, but I started back in the days of when, when the real world first came on. So that might be dating myself a little bit, but if you remember like the first season of the real world on MTV, that really hooked me in. That was really the beginning of the reality world stage. But from that, there were many other reality shows that were birthed. And one of them that I did used to watch, my husband and I used to watch it back in the day on MTV, was called Diddy's Making the Band. And Puff Daddy or Diddy, he had a reality show, actually a few reality shows, but this one was about creating a band from just auditioning many different types of people. And this was way before the American Idol days. And from this, he created a band. All of these people were different personalities, didn't know each other, but he put them all together, put them all in a house living together. And then, you know, they were under intense pressure to perform. They had to learn to dance, learn to sing, rap, and you know, all of these different things to create a band. And he had a few different ones because one, the first one was called Making the Band and that group was called The Band. (laughs) And then he had another one for um, the group that became and is now the defunct Danity Kane. But the choreographer, Lorianne Gibson, that's how she came into the spotlight for being world renowned because it put her on a bigger platform. Even many years ago, she used to be a dancer on 
the show in living color and that was in the later years the later seasons so i remember that show because i used to watch it but i didn't remember her because she wasn't a standout figure on there like jennifer lopez was but anyway bringing it back as i was watching this episode she was really being revealing and just laying it all out And she started talking about a story and it really touched my heart because I knew how she was feeling and it may not be in the same respect of what she was going through in terms of being in the entertainment industry because I have not had the pleasure of working with people in that arena. But she had a situation where she was working with Lady Gaga and she was Lady Gaga's choreographer and you know, did so many different things. She worked with her on a lot of her different video projects and, you know, the creative mind behind a lot of the themes from the different songs that she sung. Well, they had a falling out and I guess it was pretty public. And I could tell from when she was speaking that it hurt her to the core. And the thing that stuck out to me that I will not forget about this episode is she was having her confessional moment with the camera. And you know, that's when the reality show figures are sitting in that chair, in that room with the cameraman and the lights, and they're, you know, talking about whatever they're talking about. And she started saying how, you know, she's worked with people in the industry, and then they began drinking the Kool-Aid. And she said, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid is when you have people that will come and put bugs in your ear, say, oh, you don't really need this person. You're better than that. You can go it on your own. Or I think you need someone bigger and better to help you to stand out. You need a better opportunity. You're above that person and they're beneath you. Just different things that people would put in the ears of those that she has worked with, like Lady Gaga. And those bugs and those thoughts were what she was saying is that person really taking that to heart and drinking that Kool-Aid because it sounds sweet to them. It sounds like what they you know, are really agreeing with because they feel like what that person is saying to them is true and that person has their best interest at heart. You have to be extremely careful about the motives of people that do things like that because it's just not integral. Now, in the industry that I'm in, in the industry of beauty, I have had the pleasure of working with some amazing people. And then, unfortunately, I've had some instances in my career where I have worked with people that had absolutely nothing when they began, and they worked in my establishment with so much support and encouragement from me. And that's just the plain truth. And then over the years, their schedules, you know, began to grow. The amount of money that they were making was just a whole lot more than what they ever imagined that they could do, even being in the status that they were. Because when I have someone work in my business and they truly have the right motives and intentions on being there, it will work. They will grow. They will prosper. I have the proof. I have the proof that it happens. But unfortunately, in this industry of beauty, it can be really ugly 
So, for example, and this has happened, so it's not even something that I'm making up. When I have team members that are working in my business, they're working directly with the clients. So sometimes when clients come in and they feel like they get a rapport with the person that is providing the services for them and they start to get comfortable in conversation and every time they come in, you know, so what's new and you know, what's going on? And then sometimes some people don't mean any harm, but I do believe that the receiver of that information has to question the motives of the person that is speaking what they're speaking. And what I'm saying or what I'm getting to is that sometimes some clients will come in and they will put bugs in the ear of the service provider that's providing their services. Things like, so, you know, how long have you been working here? Have you ever thought about opening up your own business? You could totally do this on your own. I think, you know, if, if you thought about it and just, you know, looked around and see, you know, what's out there, you could definitely, you know, just do it on your own. And I definitely come and support you there and you don't have to charge as much as, you know, she's charging here and then you can make all of the money and you don't have to make a portion of it. You don't have to make a commission. And so that person who is getting that information implanted into their ears and then it goes into their heart and they're not processing it the right way to see what is the true intention of this person that's saying this to me? Do they really genuinely care about me? Are they really looking out for my best interests? Is it just small talk? Do they even really mean it? Or are they looking for a discount? Are they looking to see if I start my own business and I come to see them there, then I can pay less money? Because I guarantee you, the majority of the people that speak that way they're really looking for something for themselves. And that has been the experience that I have seen over the years. I can remember a situation even years ago when I was still, again, working alone, working with myself, for myself. I had a client that you know, mentioned something about another business that she used to go to in another city and state. So it wasn't even anywhere that was local to where I was. And she was just stating that if I charged less money, I would have more clients. And the place that she went to before charged less. And there were people parked in the parking lot with Beamers and Jaguars and, you know, Mercedes Benzes and Lexuses and, you know, things like that. And I said to her, as blunt as I could be, <laughs> is that, I know what I'm worth and that's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a particular type of client just because they drive a specific type of car. And if that person was as busy as you're saying that they are, they sound overworked because they're being taken advantage of because they're charging cheaper prices. But getting back to the topic of, you know, don't drink the Kool-Aid, sometimes when people have the wrong motives or they're just doing the small talk thing and they don't even have a real true intention behind what they're saying. When that person gets that bug in their ear and they're not strong enough to remember who gave them the opportunity, who gave them the shot, who helped them out, who get, helped them to get them to where they are now, and then they start to see the opportunity that they received as, as a hindrance to their growth, then they start to drink that Kool-Aid and say, oh, you know what? I think they may be right. Let me go and try to do it on my own. But I'm here to tell you, don't drink the Kool-Aid because what you hear sounds so sweet that 
that is what you think is going to benefit you when you already know what side your bread is buttered on. You already know where you're receiving your blessings from. You already know how good you're, you know, you're doing here. And I'm not saying that you're not going to go through struggles. I'm not saying that you're not going to go through hard times because honestly, that's usually when people start to really drink the Kool-Aid when the heat is on and it feels like things are not working the way that they want them to work. Instead of thinking back on what was good and thinking back on what actually helped them, they start to feel like, you know what? This isn't working for me anymore. I need to get on out of here and do my own thing. And then it doesn't work out. It may seem like it's working out, but it really isn't. And so I just need to put this out here because it is rampant when people get a big head and they feel like they don't need the person that helped them anymore. Every leader has to have someone that governs them. Even I have someone that governs me. As a business owner and as someone that is running a business working with one, all women, that alone is stressful enough. And two, working in a business where we service primarily women, I have to have someone that is praying over me. I have to have someone that is giving me, you know, some knowledge and wisdom. I have to continuously study. I have to continuously learn. I'm always learning. You cannot get to the place where you feel like you don't need anyone anymore. And it is really hurtful when you know that you've had someone's back and you have been there to support them, you've been there to help them to grow, you've been there to encourage them, and they just pretty much just stab you in the back and turn their backs on you as if you weren't ever there to to help them out. It hurts. So when I watched this episode of the show, Beyond the Spotlight, and she was in that confessional and she was bearing her soul, I felt it, I felt it. And I understood it. I've been there. I've been there on a number of occasions. But getting back to connecting my previous episode of Don't Drink the Kool-Aid with this current episode of Don't Drink the Kool-Aid Part 2, this is what I really wanted to express. Be sure about the decisions that you make. Pray about them. Use wisdom in your judgments. And don't forget where you came from. There's an old saying, those who forget their history are doomed to repeat it. If you've had a history of struggle, if you've had a history of setbacks and you got an opportunity and then things are working out for you and then you just throw that person away that helped you to get to where you are as if you don't need them anymore. And even worse, you betray them and stab them in the back you will see that again. Those people who drank the Kool-Aid and the Jim Jones um, camp many, many years ago in Guyana, South America, and that's what I actually talked about in my previous episode, and I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet, they were controlled. And being controlled can take you to a dangerous place where sometimes there's no turning back. And that is what I really want to express today 
I touched on it in a previous episode, but when you drink the Kool-Aid, it can sometimes take you to a place where there is no turning back. So be sure about the decisions that you're making and always operate with integrity because it will take you places where money can never get you access. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Being Beautifully Honest podcast. It is my pleasure taking this time to just share my thoughts and experiences with each and every one of you that are listening. And listen, if you are in the beauty industry or if you're aspiring to be in the beauty industry or if you know someone who is, I would love to offer you a free gift. You can check it out at bit.ly forward slash beauty biz winner. That's beauty B-I-Z winner. And I want to just share a few things with you why you may not be winning in the business of beauty. So go there, sign up, get your free copy of this gift that I have for you, and I hope you really enjoy it. And stay tuned for the latest episode. Thanks again for listening to the BBH podcast. I am Elizabeth, the Minister of Beauty, and I invite you to follow me on Instagram at the Minister of Beauty and subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is also the Minister of Beauty. That's where I like to have a little bit more fun and you can just get to know my fun side, the E in Bible, which is enjoyment. So I thank you so much for checking me out, subscribing, following me on Instagram and giving me a review on iTunes. I really, really do appreciate it. If you have any questions for me, feel free to send me an email, elizabeth at iamtheministerofbeauty.com. And until the next episode, I hope you have an amazingly blessed and beautiful day. say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.